Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. All right, today's the day where we throw ourselves out on the skinny branch. If you watch the preview, you know what we mean by it. And I'm going to stall because I don't really know that I want to have this conversation. And yet it's a... You can't stall. That's like the squirrel. When the squirrel's going to jump onto the skinny branch, he doesn't stall. He just goes for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's going for it. Today, we're going to talk about the compound effect on real estate versus the compound effect on the stock market. And the reason it feels like the skinny branch is there seems to be people in both camps. And then there's those of us that live in both camps, kind of in the middle of the skinny branch, not sure whether to go <laughs> this way or that way. Indecision will kill the squirrel, he'll fall. I know. So anyway, it's going to be a great conversation. And I am Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. And I'm Candace St. Louis. Used to be Decker. Yeah. She usually says that. So I was waiting <laughs> politely and couldn't wait too long. So there we go. How many years has it been now? Eight? No. In my, <laughs> no. How many years no. I've been? Oh, no, no, no. It's a lot more than eight. It's over 12. Over 12. Uh, yeah. Eight. Good job. <laughs> Very good job. So, the children are older than that. I told you. I don't look after the years. No, I no. do. So... Compound effect actually cares about years. Yes, it does. Because the years, if you're doing it right, so the compound effect on anything in life can really work against you or it can work for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I don't follow the stock market real closely. Not anymore. You have at times when we well, get Well, when I got money in there, when I yeah. get too much mm -hmm. money in there. Yeah. Then now I've lost most of it, so it's okay. I don't look at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible to say, but it's true because... What I didn't do was put money into diversified onto the stock market. Like if the safest thing is to do the mm. S&P 500 exchange, which, which basically gives you a blend of all the stocks on the market. So right. some go up, some go down, you get the average. Well, I put all my pennies in the wrong stock and it went down to zero. So, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> good thing. About good it. thing. This isn't when you're first hearing about this on the yeah. on the no, show, right? That's good because that's happened to me. Has <laughs> that ever happened to you? Where you hear about something that is like really potentially a big deal in your world, but you hear about it in front of a room full of people or on the air, and there's nothing you can do but smile. Well, sometimes I say it on purpose then because I know there's nothing you can do. <laughs> I know. I know. I get it. I know how it works. Yeah, yeah. And so we've been helping families for decades, well, over 2,380 of them, families and individuals, really make great sound financial investments. And part of it really has been with the philosophy of the compound effect. Well, and birthed out of our mistakes and our wins. Right. That's why we're sharing a mistake. Yeah. And yeah. So the stock market. Interesting enough, the last five years, that's as of January, in the beginning of January, I looked at it, and the stock market had gone from 13,747 to 14,804, which is a 7.7% increase. In five years. In five years. Not per yeah. year, 
all together. All total. All together. Okay. You laugh. I laugh, yeah, because that's not very much. <clears throat> so is the laugh a nervous laugh? Well, then I looked at real estate because I thought, ooh, real estate's been on a bit of a... Stable in Ottawa market. Yeah, but yeah. not going up much right. for quite a few years. Last yeah. year, not too bad. But it's been pretty stable mm-hmm. as in not going up. So I thought, ooh, what's it gone up? So I looked and the average sale price in January of 2014. Yep. Was three hundred forty-seven thousand and thirty-seven dollars. I know you hate the thirty-seven. Oh, just go with the numbers because if people are listening, they're not going to remember that. No, uh, and even if they're watching the show the numbers, on YouTube, guy, I need to be accurate. Oh, you're accurate, all right. So give me the round number again, please. Three hundred forty-seven thousand. Thank you for twenty fourteen. January twenty fourteen. Yeah. So five years later, end of December 2019, okay. average sale price. 2018, because yes. we're not at 2019 Sorry. yet. Yeah. So we were laughing on an earlier show that it takes us, takes Ken, three months or so and before he gets, right, and now you're a whole year ahead of yourself. Well, because I'm stuck in 2019 now. <laughs> <I'm being laughs> After present. talking about yes. it. So back in December of 2018. Yes. The average sale price was $402,415. So you can round that to four hundred two if you want. Yes. Please, and, and thank you. And that equates to a 16% increase. For so a give me the two numbers period. again. 7.7% yep. and 16% increase. Right. And then give me the average sale price in five years ago. 347. 347. And now it's 402. Yes. I can do that. I yes. can do that math. That's about. I'm doing this for you too because you may be like me and you need the simple numbers. Okay, so for quick math, that's about 55,000. Yeah, I, I did that part. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We're on the same page. And if, if you've read the wealth formula, you'll know that. There's also leverage involved with the real estate that there isn't with the stock market. And we'll touch on that briefly. Right. And the leverage just really means, well, that you're really making more, you're making money with other people's money. Yeah, I like that. That's the simple piece, right? I mean, what do they call it? Opium? Other people's money? OPM? So you can make great money. Whereas the stock market, you can't really leverage because if you use other people's money, it's really risky mm-hmm. because it's, yeah, it's risky. It's scary. Scary, scary risky. risky. That's like more than the skinny branch. That's like that Good new twig. tiny piece of growth <laughs> and you fall down. Hanging on the piece, of, down, leaf. Hanging hanging on on piece, the piece of leaf. Of leaf. Yeah. yeah, no, okay. we're not doing that. Skinny branch, I get. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So one of our investments, which is a great um opportunity really to share with you something we did in exactly in that same time frame well about a month before the end of 2012 2012 yeah so mm-hmm. for five years we got to well just over six years we got to mm-hmm. watch our property so almost in alignment with the same time frame just a little bit earlier yeah but the numbers guy is going to do an adjustment for that oh of course he is Ken's going to do an adjustment. (laughs) And when we say he's the number guys, number guys, number guy, Candace and I do numbers. We just do more general numbers, whereas Ken gets totally 
If you haven't nosed, yeah, jazzed and excited, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that excitement? It was like, "Mm, it's his thing. And it doesn't mean we love watching other people build wealth and we love building wealth ourselves and using the numbers to our advantage. And yet the scrutiny of the numbers, just the number him, numbers itself, Ryan and Ken both get totally worked up. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So the property we bought in October of 2012, we purchased it for 315,000. He gave away Candace's part. No, that's okay. I don't want to say say that part. (laughs) So, Candace, when we we bought this property together, right? So it was a joint investment. Yes, and to protect the innocent and the not so innocent, we're gonna not give the actual address. Yeah, fair enough. So we were. um, I remember the day very clearly. Yeah, says she doesn't as much, and I know why. I was a little traumatized, as much as I wanted to have an investment property down the road. I didn't think the day I was driving her to the airport was the day I was going to buy an investment property. Oh, tell us yes. more about that. So <laughs> as I'm on the way to the airport, luckily I was in the car with my husband. We drove by a house and Yetta saw a for sale sign and she goes, I want that. Was I with you? No. She no. goes, I want that and you buy it for me by the time I get back. And I was like, excuse me? She's like, I don't care if we have to buy it together. We can do it and just buy it. And my husband's like, well, we always said we'd buy a rental property. I'm like, yeah, not today. (laughs) And I was like a couple years down the road. And uh, so we made it happen. And just to like take me out from underneath the bus Uh a little. Is that fair? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And... We had been talking about and knowing that if a property in that area was going to come up, we would be interested in it because it was close to another property we owned and we saw opportunity specifically to do something with it. So it was kind of part of a dream. It wasn't just like a wild whim. I think it was definitely part of a dream for you and dad. Yeah. I don't think at that point, Sasha and I were involved in that dream. You weren't. No. No. So to me, it was out of the blue. (laughs) For you, it was planned and strategic. Yes. Well, planned and strategic. It was a dream. And then there was a piece of my dream. So it felt like a very natural step, not like a random bad choice. No, no. Yeah. Right. And it turned out to be a pretty good choice. It did. Yeah. And yet we never did realize the dream that we had with it because we changed, things changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it just became an investment property. Yeah, it really did just, yeah. and that wasn't a bad thing. It became a good investment property. Mm-hmm. So what was the price at? So it was priced at 300000 mm-hmm. There was five offers. So Five? pressure on me to get the property when she's out of town. Because <laughs> they were a real estate and, family. Yeah. So we did um, we did our homework really quickly. We looked at the value. We uh, got in touch with our mortgage broker um, and we put everything into place um, with a very, very clean offer. Which, well, like a totally clean offer. Totally clean offer. What's no, a totally clean offer? Mean a totally for offer <laughs> means that uh, you put the closing date they would like, mm-hmm. you put in the price that they would possibly like the seller, and you put in zero conditions because that's what a seller likes as well. So, and a big deposit. And a big deposit, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So、yeah. I taught you well.、Mm-hmm. Like what I'm hearing here is that you know exactly what to do. And even then, six and a half years ago, which you'd already been in the industry what four years then,、yep. you knew exactly what to do, even if your mama threw you. A And so,、Curve. if your mama's、yeah. the client, yes, you got the house for at three、yeah. fifteen. Yes. Now that's an important number to recognize because a lot of investors say,、mm-hmm. "Oh, the only way an investment's a good investment is if I buy it below market or relatively inexpensively." Right? Here we are. We bought this property for fifteen thousand over asking. Yes. And did that scare you a little bit? Ah、uh, no, because of my history of working with clients, and I knew the market. It was fair market value at that price. Right, and、yeah. also if four other people wanted it. You know that three hundred probably was a very good price at yeah. the time. Yeah, like below market. Yeah, and so that's an important thing, as Ken was saying. Investors, and we ourselves are one, or are three, I guess,、uh-huh. sitting in this room. Often think it does have to be purchased at less than asking, and it has very little to do with more or less than asking, and more about is this good value, is this logical, and then even Ken's point about it being below market value. I don't think we purchased it below market value. Sometimes investors have a rule of thumb. No, at three fifteen. No, I no, think we, we probably bought slightly above market value. We probably did. Pay slightly above market value, and yet having said that, it has still worked out to be a great investment over the last six years. Yeah. yeah. So there's so many other factors to think about. We we don't want to get so pigeonholed because then we lose the ability to utilize the compound effect. Right. The year over year. So now I'm going to talk about that and、yeah. what actually happened with that property. Because now we can take that property. I'll make an adjustment. You'll love this, Yetta, because it's six well, point. Will Candice love it too? Um, yeah, she'll love it because it's、yeah. all about numbers. Because it was six point three three years as opposed to five years that we're comparing in the stock market. So when I give the numbers, in the end, I'm going to take off twenty six point six percent, which is then going to equalize it to a five year period. Widen those eyes again. <laughs>、oh. oh my goodness! If you're not watching, you actually will want to watch this show because there's a lot of facial expressions that are taking place here because it's a bit much. Oh. Oh. Okay, so here we go. Here's the numbers. So on a three fifteen purchase, twenty percent down is the minimum you can do on an investment property.、Mm-hmm. That is. Sixty-three thousand. Okay, thank you. You're, you're going to do the numbers. You're really fast at estimating. I know、though. estimating, but you're not allowing me to <laughs> estimate. So no estimation. You、yeah. can do the math. And I threw an estimate about five thousand dollars for closing costs.、Mm-hmm. So that would be sixty-eight thousand invested. Yes. So now let's look at what happened to, to the price. Right, and to our sixty-eight thousand. Right, that's the part we're really concerned about. Is、right. what happened to our Money. We're concerned about that. No, I'm concerned about what happened to the property because my money's in the property now. Well, both. Okay, both. Candice, what happened to the property? Because we just, we just actually, it's closing on February twenty eighth. Yep. What did we sell it for? So we sold it for three hundred and ninety one thousand. Woohoo! Yeah. After six years. Yeah. Yeah. Six point three three years or something. Yes. Yeah. So we decided、like、that. to that it was time. 
to simplify at this point of that property and release it and uh, make our money. Do right, something and to else use our it. money yeah. for something yeah. else because the dream that Yetta had for it, she now has realized that property doesn't really play into it. Right. Doesn't and that it, yeah. it doesn't really have a significant impact on the overall. So the dream's still there, still intact, and that property no longer is right. the important piece of it. So how much did it go up? So it went up six seventy six thousand dollars. Seventy six. So we had eighty no, what did I say? Sixty eight. Yeah. Dyslexic there for a yes, second. I was gonna say eighty six. Sixty eight thousand. And it went up 76 right. in eight, no, sorry, in 6.33 years, right? right? Yes. That's cool. Okay. That's fantastic. That's, That's yeah. fantastic. Very yeah. good. Right. Because we really, in, and you've got it, in six, in under six, well, just over six years, we more than doubled our money. Yeah. Which yeah. means we're working at way better, well, a little better than the rule of 72, right? Like working mm -hmm. with that, it took us less than just over six, well, six years, I guess, to double our money. Right. That's good. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. And, but there's more, right? There's always more. Right. Because <laughs> there is always more <laughs> in real estate. That's why real estate is so exciting. Because yeah. Our mortgage also got paid down. Yes, because it was an investment property, we had a tenant in there. We yes. had some challenges once in we a did. while. But pretty much the property cash flowed. In other words, yeah. what we brought in, we paid out. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, pretty close. Pretty close. Yep. There, yeah. was, there was years where we put a little extra in and other years where there was extra left over. Right. Yeah. So our investment, 68000 left a mortgage of... 252000 When we took right. off the sixty-three, we had put in as a down payment. Our payout, I believe, is right around one ninety-eight. Am I correct? Close? I yeah. think yeah. so. Yeah. About yeah. one ninety-eight yeah. when we when we close at the end of February. So that's a difference of fifty-four thousand dollars. Then there's about a two thousand dollar interest payout for breaking the mortgage early. Mm -hmm. So that's another $52,000. I know that somebody yeah. else paid off <laughs> right. on our investment property. Right. So now if we take the 52 and add it to the 76, right. mm -hmm. that's $128,000 in equity growth on our 60K, 68K investment. Now the numbers get good. Ah, so that's a 188% increase. Woohoo! <laughs> that wasn't enough woohoo, Candace. Well, okay, call us today, 613-860-4663 to make your investment. <laughs> well, because if we can do it, yeah. you, you can, can do, do it. it. Yes. Especially with our guidance, because it's not just this one example. We could give you example after example after example, and we've got a sound one to give you as one that we actually were all invested in, and one that we didn't think we had actually... Well, we knew we had not under-purchased, meaning we didn't get a super-duper deal on the front end. We right. paid over yeah. asking and all that sort of stuff. And look how good it turned out. Now, we've got to adjust. Okay. But, Remember, because okay. that's 6.33 years. We've okay. got to bring it down to five so we can compare it to the stock market. Okay. See? So we take off 26.6%, which brings it down to 
percent increase. Well, I'll take that. You'll still take that <laughs> yeah. over a five-year period, yeah. as compared to the seven point seven percent increase for the right. stock market. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that is actually seventeen wow. times the rate of return that the stock market, the average stock market in the Toronto Stock Exchange, has increased over the five-year period. Now it's volatile, so it could be, you know, yeah. it could be higher later and it could be lower later, whatever. Yeah. But that's a that's a one thousand seven hundred percent. Okay. Now the numbers even confuse me, and I deal with them every day. So yeah. can you just go through it one more time, slowly and methodically, for anybody that might be like me? Go through what? The numbers. Just the numbers? do the numbers again one more time, slower we invested, with a few pauses. Okay, so I'm just going to make simple simple numbers. We okay. invested sixty eight thousand dollars between yes. between the two of us. Yeah. Well, I think there's the three, three of us, us. and yeah. actually, and Candace's husband yeah. was part well, of it. Don't it, exclude okay, him. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm not even on title, <laughs> no, no. so not. I didn't make any money. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no. So, so between the two families, this is what we. We yes. Yeah. Thank you, Candice, for welcome. clarifying because yes. we need some help. And that can help actually for some people who go, oh, I don't quite have enough to invest or I'm mm, too afraid yeah. to invest. Sometimes like going in with another family member or a partner mm. is a way to uh, buy a better property because you have more down payment. And, and it's qualify. sometimes just the opportunity for you to even get into the market. Right. And if you can do it with somebody that's seasoned, that already has a track record of making great decisions most of the time, because you've heard some of Ken's and my foibles, so we haven't always made great decisions. Nope. And for the most part, the the real estate market has served us incredibly well. I don't think we've ever done badly there. Oh, one. One little $60,000 property that caused us some significant grief. Well, we came out okay on that one. No, I was thinking more the land development one that, I, oh, that we lost some money right. on. Right, let's not But that talk. was speculative investing. It's not real, It's yeah. not this kind of investing. No. Totally different kind of investing. Mm. Right. So speculative real estate investing, who does that now? Not me. Right. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's good. It sounded good at the time. Not yeah. to all of us. So... You wanted the numbers. 68000 invested, 128 realized in return mm-hmm. in 6.3 years. Okay. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like more than good. Yep. Now, that 138% increase, some people say, yeah, but there's real estate fees. Yes. Right? Like I did take off the mortgage payment fee. Yeah. There are real estate fees. And what I realized as I was putting the numbers together for the show today and preparing that, yes, there may be 5 or 6 or 7% or whatever fee to sell the property mm-hmm. with, uh, with your legal and your commissions and whatever. But when you look at the stock market and you're in a mutual fund, that mutual fund will take between 1% and 3%, but typically 1% to 2%, will go to fees every year, whether mm-hmm. you sell it or not. So that's 7.7% that it made over the five years. If you were in a mutual fund or stock where you were paying a management fee, that 77 is gone because they would eat it up like each totally year. Like totally gone? Totally gone, maybe even negative. 
because the、mm. fees that they charge every year, people don't recognize it's only one, two, three percent. So they don't think it's much, but it takes off every year from your ability to compound your rate of return. So they're paying their fees gradually over time. And they go, yeah, but there's no charge when I sell. Yeah, but that's because you paid it every year. We've been year. paying. There's been a compound effect of being money really effectively being taken away from you, right? Every single year. So in the long run, because you hold real estate for a long period, the fees for disposal are relatively inexpensive compared、right. to your fees for holding stuff in the mutual fund. Right, because in our case, we're having it for six years. Let's say it's about one percent per year. If we had it for like twenty years, right, which、yeah. is often what we have done with other investment properties, and would often recommend, just in this particular case,、yeah. the best thing was to use this money elsewhere.、Um, you're looking at like a third of a percent per year in terms of disposing of the property. Yeah, it's it's super cheap, actually.、Mm-hmm. Right. Super、yeah. inexpensive. I think "cheap"s not the right word. But, you know, <laughs> you don't want to be called cheap. Over long term, it's super inexpensive <laughs> yeah, to pay a- that real estate fee and the lawyer fees, and then potentially some. But it seems some- like a large number、yeah. at the time because、mm-hmm. it's all together at once. Yeah, because it is a large number. Yeah, and then the other cool thing around real estate is because you're not paying.、Um, Until you actually sell the property, the tax you're talking the about, the tax,、mm-hmm. the tax、mm-hmm. for the property,、mm-hmm. and you're getting it at a preferential tax rate, yes, capital gains.、Mm-hmm. You're actually paying a lot less tax on the income earned, right? Which is part of the compound effect of why it works so well. Yes, because you don't pay any tax until you dispose of it, which、right. is similar if you're in a in a、uh, Stock or that you're not selling. Correct. You don't pay tax on it until you actually sell it, and、Correct. it would be capital gains in that case, unless it's under an R- umbrella like an RSP or a TFSA. TFSA,、mm-hmm. there's no tax. Right. Right. But if it's under an umbrella of an RSP, then you don't get that preferential tax treatment. Right. When you resell, and that's why RSPs, you got to look long and hard at them if they actually fit your financial situation, and it's important to get. Advice from a financial planner that you really trust and know,、mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because we are not one. No, no, right? That we want to make sure that you know we are not financial. We、planners. are not financial planners, and yet we are investment specialists, and we have thrived and helped so many clients thrive in the real estate investing in particular.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're also not accountants, so get、nope. your own tax advice. But the beauty because we do. Yes, we、yeah. we pay a lot. We have a chartered accountant and pay for my tax advice all the time. But the beauty is, when you sell a property and you have capital gains, that capital gains is at fifty percent, not fifty percent tax rate,、no. but fifty percent of your highest tax rate that you're going to pay. So if you're at a thirty-two percent tax rate, that extra money would be at half of that, sixteen percent. Very good.、Uh-huh. Good math. I can do divide、yeah. by two. You, you, like, <laughs> you like the numbers more when you're saving it than when you're making it. I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. I like the numbers when we can do them simply.、Mm. When we don't have the point whatever at the end. Yes. Okay. 
So, Candice, it's not、yeah. always about the money or the numbers, is it? No, no. So it's about helping people move forward with their goals, and also the people, really. And so, doing what makes sense for them in their situation. And so, we look at that with their investments, with their purchases, with their selling as well. Is it the right time?、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Because if you don't have peace of mind, you get nothing. Right. So our goal is, as always, thriving, helping you, and helping ourselves even thrive in life and at home, and really getting to move forward together.